0: be encouraged welcome to a podcast centered around being encouraged being an encouragement to someone and being encouraged replacing fear with unwavering trust i hope you are encouraged today by a message from michelle reynolds no matter what phase you are in in life you can be encouraged in christ Alright, how you guys? Welcome back. So today, we're going to be doing an interview with Josh Mayu. Hello. And to kind of give y'all some history, me and Josh went to high school together and he's always had a talk-to-anybody type of personality and I've always just had a talk-to-anybody type personality. But uh, we recently connected over the last year or so and just kind of been having spiritual conversations through a mutual friend and just decided that it would be good to do podcasts together. I watched a devotional that he did recently, and after I watched it, I was like, "Man, this guy is really—he's really got it." You know, he's getting what it means to be in relationship with God. We're
1: getting there, we're getting there.
0: Yeah, and then not only that, like the next morning, I was praying about it, and then I logged into Facebook and I seen how many people watched his devotional, and I was like, "He just has a reach," you know. He has a—he has a way of drawing people people in to hear the word of God. So I was like, what better way or what better person to sit down and talk to about his growing faith and the transformation it does, you know? So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. I recently watched a video or a series of videos. And one of the things that, or five of the things that he talked about that helps people grow in faith or have big faith is having practical teachings where the Bible, is showed to them or revealed to them in a way that they can actually apply it to their lives. Providential relationship, private disciplines, personal ministry, and pivotal circumstances. So Josh and I are going to sit down and we're going to actually break down all five of these things because as I share my testimony and he shares his and just listening to other people's testimony, they all have these five common threads. So
1: Josh, you want to say anything before we get started? A lot of people know me as the, the guy that works at Lion's Marketing. You know, I'm in the public all the time. I like meeting new people. I like making new friendships. For the most part of my life, I've always depended on myself. And that's that. But, you know, I started reading the Bible last year. And realize that there's more to life than depending on yourself. And the more you read, the more you learn, it can definitely help you out of, you know, out of ruts and situations to get you through life.
0: So. Yeah. So let's go ahead and dive into question number one. So, question number one is
1: what practical teachings are helping you grow? Pretty much when I started reading the Bible last year, started reading the four Gospels. That's how we started this off. I've learned about Jesus' love. I've learned so much with how the apostles eventually learned to trust and have faith in Jesus no matter what the situation was. If you put your faith in him, he will guide you through. That's what I'm trying to apply in my life as situations arise. When stuff is good, it's easy to say, you know, life's good, trust in God, everything's fine. But how are you going to react when things are not going your way, when things are going bad? Can you still put your trust in him? Do you still feel like, okay, God God has this? It's, it's hard to do eventually as you grow in your faith and you read. It's just something that no matter how you feel about a certain situation, it's going to be God's will and you just have to let him handle it.
0: Yeah. So for me, I would read the Bible and I would see it just as being a story. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a story about what happened to someone and I really found it difficult to find what am I supposed to apply to my life? What am I supposed to get from reading this or knowing this happened to this particular person? What does that mean to me? How could you implement it in everyday life? Yeah, so when I would read scripture, I was kind of bored by it sometimes because I just didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And then the more I read, And the more I started to get context about, oh, well, that's what that means mm-hmm. or this is what I'm supposed to do right. to my life. You know, that's one of the reasons why I love going to First Baptist, because the first sermon that I ever listened to or when I read scripture, or I started to hear it. I was like, oh, OK, I can <laughs> I can use that. Right. I, I can I
1: can actually apply this to my life. It makes it so much easier when you when you have a grasp on it and you can understand it to where you could you could fight a certain situation in life yes yeah. and you know, it makes it that much better when
0: it's you when you can actually use when it you can use it when yes. you actually use it because it's one thing to have a whole bunch of information swirling around in your head but it's another thing to be able to actually say i'm going through this situation right now right. scripture says
1: this so i'm gonna do and this it's, it's not fictional situations this is stuff that happens every day to everybody you know it's not just you you're not the only one in this boat i mean yeah we all fight through this together again if we could implement what's being said in the bible or what's being preached to us then it would make things a whole lot easier
0: yeah one of the books that i ran across proverbs i will read proverbs every month (laughs) just because it tells you do this don't do this. Right. Act this way. Say these things. Hang around these type of people. And I needed that because I really didn't know what it meant to be in relationship with God. So Proverbs really just broke that down for me. It really just said, okay, Michelle, shut your mouth. <laughs> Michelle, okay, don't do this you know, because I needed
1: that, you know? Anything you're going through, there's a proverb for it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's kind of like back in the day when there's an app for that. Well, yeah. anything you're going through, Proverb is the app. Just open it up, you'll find what you're going through, and you can apply it.
0: Right, like people say that. Well, life doesn't come with a manual, or parenting doesn't come with a manual. It does. It kinda, the Bible yeah, kind
1: of does. Uh, it's it's there. Just just open it up and and listen and read. You know? Yeah,
0: we just have to actually apply. I heard in a sermon like a while ago. This guy said. If you have an iPhone, out of the 250 something features or functions that that phone can do, most people only use six because they never read the manual. And I think about how many of us in relationship with God only apply certain things because we never really spend the time applying what the manual says. There's
1: so much more you could do. We're just not tapping into it yet. Yeah. And hopefully the more we learn, the more we could tap into everything else.
0: Yeah. All right. So question number two, what providential relationships have impacted
1: your growth? Well, God put this certain someone in my life a while back that influenced me about putting God first, no matter what the religion. I've never honestly had that influence from anyone. When I say that, I mean like an everyday person, not talking about a priest or a pastor, just a person like you and I. Um, Once that happened, I knew things would happen for the better of it. Started reading and started applying those situations, kind of going back to that first question, kind of applying those situations to life. I had a friend that came and made me realize, look, if you don't have God in your life first, if you don't have that foundation, then not going to say you don't have anything, but you need to always rely on him.
0: Well, something that I've learned and just hearing other people's testimony is that we are all created for relationships. There is not one single person that stands on the island alone. Everybody's testimony about their relationship with God. There was a person that came into their life that invited them to church or said, hey, come over and have dinner with us or hey, let's read scripture together. We all have crossed paths with somebody who has influenced our journey or who has pointed us to God in some way. And that happens with everybody. We all have a choice though. We all have a choice in saying, okay, am I going to accept this person's invitation? Am I going to actually try to listen to what they have to say? A proverb that comes to mind is Proverbs 13, 20. It says, walk with the wise and be wise, you know? So whoever you surround yourself with, those people who you allow in your life either have opportunities to help grow your faith, help grow you in your relationship with God, or to help distract you from your relationship with God. And I just want to
1: say, I am thankful for that person because I always thought about what if this person isn't in my life anymore in this situation? Would, Would I still continue to read? Would I still continue to continue to grow? And that's what I'm doing. It's a part of me now. It's not an act. It's not a play. It's definitely benefited me for the better.
0: I can't remember where I learned this from or who I learned it from. Lord knows I'm always kind of biting off of other people and what I gain something from every person that I'm around. And one time I was told you need to have three different types of people. One are people who are wiser than you, to where you can learn and follow them and kind of see what God is doing in their life. People who are on the same level with you, people who kind of understand and see life the way that you do, so that way you can learn. And grow with them and learn from them And then people who you can teach People who you You can can bring bring up And show so I always I'm mindful of that I think about that I think about who in my life can I learn from right now? If I'm struggling with marriage, who has went through a difficult time in their marriage, persevered, and I can learn from them because they have the wisdom. Yeah, they have the wisdom that I need. Who um, in my life, like you and I, we're growing. We're eager to learn. We're eager to share. So what can I learn from Josh that... Is going to help me grow my faith, and then what can I teach someone else? Because I want I grow more when I have to teach it and prepare for other people. Okay, question number three: What private disciplines do you have that help grow your faith?
1: Reading the Bible every day at at some point of the day, but. What I really try to do is I'll go to work about 30 minutes early to read. Uh, Right now I'm currently on Acts. i I'll sit in my truck and I'll read. That's how I start my day off. I used to start my day off with a run, eat me a good breakfast, then I'll read the Bible later on. But I've made it a priority to sit in my truck, turn the radio off, and just let Him speak to me. Afterwards, I'll pray about whatever I read and how i could put that in today's life whatever i read i'll say a prayer about it and how is that going to help me throughout the day that's my goal every day to start my day off with what i read and how it can affect me throughout the day
0: yeah, so like you and I talked once before about how when you're serving, you're in a public eye. When people can right. see your growth and your change or you're doing things in your community, people can see those things, but they don't really get to see the things that only you and God it's, see.
1: It's what you're doing behind doors. What's getting you to that point that what everybody sees? What, yeah. what are you doing to get to that point? And to me, that means more than anything because anybody can go up and paint a pretty picture. And, oh, look, Josh is going to church. Josh is... He's just so great now. But what are you doing when nobody's looking? Right.
0: Like you can people can go to church every day of their life and really not get anything from it
1: because. Which is what I've done for several years. I'm a big victim of it. I'm here now and I can't wait till everything gets back to normal.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like people can go and or we could sit down and be in Christian environments. But if we're not disciplining ourselves but where nobody else sees. It's just me and God. Every morning I set my alarm at 3.45. Now I can't say that every morning I hear that alarm and I get up, but I have made it a private discipline to get up every morning to read my scripture, to journal, because I, for me personally, I pray better when I write my prayers down, when I can just sit down and pour, like, God, I'm mad. Lord, (laughs) I'm thankful. You know, like I really just can sit down and tell him everything I'm thinking and everything I'm feeling better when I write my prayers down.
1: And then go read proverb after, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I struggled with understanding biblical finances. I always thought, okay, I need more money. I need to hold on to these certain things. Now I make it a discipline to give because I have learned the importance of giving. You know what I'm saying? So those are things that nobody else gets to see. Nobody else knows who I'm calling up. I have those private things that only me and God see that help me grow. Yours is reading the Bible. Mine's is reading the Bible. Yeah. That's probably the best thing that we can do We see God's understanding. It's not, not too many things in life
1: that are better than that. Uh, more beneficial, I should say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So question number four, it's kind of two questions because I didn't know the best way to, to word it. Yeah. My answer's kind of shaky on this. This one. Okay. <laughs> Do you know your personal ministry,
1: and does sharing your faith help you grow? It does help me grow in a sense that I feel like I can help anybody, and that's not going off of flesh and being off pride. Like Josh, my, you can help anybody. It's going off what I read and how I could push that to somebody else. I had a running buddy that had a situation like I did several months ago, and if people have heard me talk about it, I had an injury and I had a big race that weekend, and. I prayed and prayed and prayed about it. If it was his will, then I would run. Well, I was running. Well, this certain buddy had the same situation and he was down, down on his hopes, just like I was. And I kept talking to him about it and just saying, if you pray about it, it's going to come. And he ended up running. I would like to teach kids more. Being a, a male figure, I don't think you see many of them kids can look up to and say, hey, it's okay that you're a big old man and everything. You can have that biblical side to you. I believe people can look up to that and it's okay. It's okay to have your faith in Christ and learn. I try not to give advice on something that I haven't been through, but certain situations I pray about and if somebody tells me what they're going through, I can kind of push that on them too. Like I said, it's kind of a shaky answer, but uh, long story short, I try to implement what I've went through and what I've read about to a person that is going through the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's one thing to have head knowledge. It's one thing to have information in your mind, but when you go through something and you experience it and it becomes heart knowledge, it becomes a part of your being, You can express that to somebody else so much more clearer. I feel so uncomfortable when I talk about something biblically that I have not experienced (laughs) because I'm like... (laughs) I'm praying that I don't tell you the wrong thing.
1: You're just going off of opinion. Yeah. Like I don't
0: want, I don't ever want to detour or call somebody to stumble because I said something that I really didn't fully (laughs) understand. So I always hesitate
1: on You think you're helping them, but you're going to make it worse. Yeah.
0: Like I want to make sure that it's something that I have seen God do in my life. And I can actually say, I can testify to you. I can testify and say, let me tell you, honey, God did this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he really worked that thing out. And one time I asked Pastor Mark, what advice would you give me to help me grow in my relationship with God? And the answer was study for yourself, learn for yourself, don't study to teach. And then number four, teach others. So I'm like, <laughs> how, you know, what? okay. So you tell me in number three, study for me, but then you tell me, and well, you say study for me and not for others. And then you turn around and say, teach others. So I was like, okay, Lord, what, what does that mean? I really had kind of got aggravated with the answer. I'm,
1: I'm trying to think about that. I'm, maybe it's <laughs> learn for yourself and you grasp it first, then you can, you can share. Absolutely. Can so cherish. that was what God revealed to
0: me during my prayer time. He was like, Michelle, how can you go and try to study for somebody else's life? This person, how whatever you're going through, whatever you need an answer for, that's what you go and you seek God on. That's what you go and you don't go and seek him on something that's not related to what you're going right, through right, right now. And then once you get it, once you have an understanding, once God has given you that you wisdom, then you can pass that on to somebody else. You can teach somebody else. So I was like, all right, Pastor Mark, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> (laughs) All right, so what was your pivotal circumstance or what happened in your life to make you seek God?
1: I've had a lot of situations, but as of recent, I've gone through a relationship that just didn't work out like what I wanted or I wanted it to be. But again, that's all in God's plan, all in God's will. Usually, with certain problems, I'm a big time runner. So running has always been my kind of getaway to to help cope with certain situations. And I recently found out that I have a small fracture in my leg. So there goes the running. <laughs> and it's been hard to say, okay, well now I can't run. But I think that's God tell me, now listen, Joshua, you're going through a situation now and really you can't run from it. I guess you could say it like that. So taking the running out, now it's, it's letting me focus more on God, more on reading. That's how I'm going to cope with the situation I'm, going through now. And that's, yeah. that's what I'm going through. It's, it's more or less the reading, trying to read his word, trying to understand, trying to trust in him, trying to love, trying to have the faith and it's getting better by the day. And no matter what, it's the best for me. And it's his will.
0: Yeah. If we all just honestly sit back and look over our lives, there's always some point in our life where we realize I don't have this figured out. I don't know the answer I can't fix this problem right. and it's God's way of drawing our attention to him and saying alright now you've done it your way you've messed up you've gone crazy running yourself in circles now just
1: take a step back and say okay Lord I trust you right. You know. and when I talk about the situation I'm also talking about running as well so with me also not being able to run I'm praying about that and praying that everything will be well with that so all my folks is for this is on God now. It's nothing I can do about it anymore. Yeah. I have to be patient and I have to trust and say, listen, it's all in your hands. It's no more Josh acting out on any of this. It's all in God's hands. Right. And I mean, I think that we have to have those moments. Yeah. We need
0: those moments where we turn away from our way of doing things right. and God get our attention and say, okay, now come on back <laughs> home. Come on back in because then- Come see, let me nurture you. Yeah, because we're able to appreciate- right. We're able to understand it becomes a part of our being when we get to see God take that situation from us, take that circumstance from us. And even when it doesn't feel good, he makes that situation work for our good. And it's so good sometimes. I hate going off and trying in my way because the consequences of that does not feel good. Like it's just (laughs) not fun. But then at the same time, when I'm in God's presence and I get, to see him work that situation, it just grows my faith. It helps me see that, all right, I need to, uh, next time I need to really pay attention and make sure that I don't have to turn. I'm already here, you know?
1: Uh, Yeah, so. And and I'm such a prideful person and I try to rely on myself way too much and sometimes it just doesn't work out and you have to go back. It's like running away from home and your parents saying, you need to come back, you need to come back. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Whatever happens out there, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll call you if I need well then you don't have a choice but to come back because yeah. it didn't work out and you are saying we told you so well, yeah. yeah I think that's what's that's what's going on now
0: well pride pride comes in in all different kinds of forms you know like in all different ways we could get prideful in even doing the good things I am guilty of being prideful of the fact that I'm growing spiritually or being prideful in think people thinking that I have it together and then right. gotta slap me down and say you don't you don't have this figured out you
1: don't have it together that goes back to the question several questions ago is what everybody sees but what's really going on when nobody's watching yeah so absolutely it's easy to put up a, a smoke screen You know, and make everybody say, oh, she has it going on. That good Christian image
0: that, oh, well, they go to church, they're praying, they're serving, they're doing all these things. But God sees when somebody say, oh, you're doing such a good job. And in my heart, I'm like, yeah, Yeah, thank thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. you." Instead of saying, no, God is doing a good job working through me. You you have to give
1: all your praise and glory to him because without him, this... It's just, it's not happening.
0: But that pride is so easy to get.
1: It's very very easy.
0: (laughs) It'll slip in in a way that you don't even think it slipped in. So it's important to have. You have to humble yourself. Yes. Because just as, as fast as
1: you can get up, you can get knocked down just as quick.
0: That is included in one of my personal disciplines. One of the things that I have to learn is how to be humble. So I read scripture that helps me realize that I need to be humble. Things that remind me that, Michelle, you need to. Lower yourself down, baby girl. You're kind of getting out of whack. And that's why it's so important to have people in our life that speak to us and tell us the truth. Say, okay, hey, you're saying one thing, but you need to do different. You 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 need need to to, live by it. Yeah, you need to to apply what you actually
1: know. And and every day is a new day. Just because you feel like you failed say today, tomorrow is a new day. That's the beauty of it all because you can start your day. God still loves you, still forgives you. You can start your day all fresh and it doesn't matter what you do. He's there for you. You ha- you just have to give it all to him. Yeah. You know, every day is a new day.
0: The last episode that I talked about grace daily, because God gives us grace moment by moment every day. Cause every day we need a different kind of grace. Right. I do not need the same grace that I needed yesterday right. because I learned something different yesterday than I'm doing right. today. So so there is something that God is going to have to give me grace over for today that I might not need grace
1: which, for, for tomorrow. Which goes back to the one of the questions again before when I read the Bible in the morning and I don't read about the same thing every day. Like if one day I'm reading about patience, OK, well, I'm going to say a prayer about patience and how I'm going to use that today. And then tomorrow I might read about love, or read about forgiveness. Yeah. It's not a repetitive. Every day is different.
0: And I think that's kind of that's a big reason why it was so important for God or for Jesus in the gospel for him to talk about the importance of a relationship and not just right. ritual, because we can get caught up in saying a prayer. Yeah. We can get caught up in doing a repetitive thing over and over.
1: But to what we it need it to where it doesn't even mean anything. Anymore.
0: Yeah. But what we need today is going to be different for what I need tomorrow. Right. So my prayer today may be Lord, please help me with these children, <laughs> you know, cause I really, I really need it right now. And then, Tomorrow it may be, "Oh, I love my children, Lord, please help me with my husband, you know because right now, so every day is something different, and right. we need that we need that intimate relationship with him to be in tune and know, okay, we need to always be on our toes and not get going be alert, be alert, be alert yes. because we never know what it's gonna be about the next day, right. and we have this idea. today that everything's going to be okay tomorrow when in fact it may be something totally different and we don't know. Totally different. Totally different. So, all right, Josh, what if you could give any advice to a growing Christian, to someone who is seeking,
1: what would you say? Honestly, I would say don't be ashamed of it. I think a lot of people and I'm a victim of this would look at a holy man a christian man and be like that's crazy that's stupid and not at a horrible I mean that sounds horrible but is don't be ashamed of it don't be afraid to speak it to share it with other people no matter how they look at you definitely I recommend reading the bible i have the amplified version and it's very easy for me to read but going back to being ashamed it's okay to love God and share it with people. He put us here to spread the word. That's what we have to do. Now, however, somebody else wants to take that, how they want to perceive that, that's on them. But if you do your job, the rest will take care of itself.
0: It's good advice. Okay, so my advice would be to be intentional as you read the word of God. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, something that I have personally started to do and it has worked for me is whatever it is that I want to answer on, I go to the index in my Bible. I flip to, okay, I'm struggling with parenting. I am going to read Every book, every I mean, every chapter yeah. that has something to do with parenting. So that way I am replacing in the emptiness of me not knowing or I'm replacing those negative thoughts with God's truth. Right. So I'm very intentional with whatever it is that I need to hear from God about. Okay, Lord, I need to be humble. I'm reading about being mm-hmm. humble. So be intentional.
1: Yeah. Be intentional.
0: All right. Do you have anything else you want to share with the people?
1: That is it. I hope um uh, receive this word and it helps y'all understand and y'all have a great day.
0: All right. So we're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna close in prayer, y'all. Talk to y'all next time. Okay. Father God, thank you so much for just blessing us with the gift of life, Lord. Thank you for blessing us with grace. Daily, Lord, thank you that we can come to you with every situation and every circumstance in our life and you are there for us, Father God. Even when it doesn't feel like it, we know that you are present and you are working in our lives, Father God. Thank you so much for your work on the cross. But Lord, thank you most of all for just being active in our life all day, every day. Lord, I just thank you so much for Josh and I thank you for the work that you're doing in his life. I pray that you will continue to draw him closer to you, Father, God and continue to grow his faith and give him all that he needs in order to continue to share your word with others, Father God. And I pray that whatever it is that you have by crossing our life's paths, Father God, we will bring you to glory, being obedient to whatever it is that you tell us to do. And Father God, I pray for every person that hears this message. I pray that whatever was discussed will be to manifest you among them and for you to get the glory, Father God. And Lord, we just give this day to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen
1: thanks for listening we hope this message encourages you today please share and come back next week for another episode of be encouraged